Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we will be reading in the New Testament book of 1 Peter, chapter 2, verses 1 through 25. And uh, the message topic here will be called Chosen People and Living Godly. And I'll be reading uh, the New International Version. Like I said, I love the King James Version. But I try to um, try to make it for modern times. Since we have these great translations, uh, these more uh, modern or easier translations that were translated directly from the Hebrew Old Testament and uh, the Greek uh, New Testament, the way it was written. And... But I had to start, myself, I started off with a new version. Uh, the only one they had at my, t uh, when I became a Christian, was the Living Bible. That helped me a lot. I had trouble with the King James. But then once I learned it, then I went to King James, and I was able to, you know, get um, to start learning or whatever. But, um, yeah, and also remember, besides the NIV, the New International Version, you got the ESV, the English Standard Version. That's also very good. And uh, the new... Uh, of the NLT, the New Living Translation is good also, Living Bible. You know, you just have to be careful because they have one, I think it's called The Message, and it's a lot of literary. You have to be careful with that. You know, because you want, you want to read the Bible from a version that was directly translated from the Hebrew and the Greek. Okay, so, and before we get started on this, I like to read this just to tell you what the Bible is and why we should believe it. Let me begin. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses, 40 authors, 66 volumes of books, span of 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of such subjects and topics, and you can just rewind this and write this down. It's good to have because it shows the proof of the Word of God. And I uh, found that on a video from uh, Dr. Vodi Bakum, and he's the one I got that from. It's very good. All right, so let's begin. I think you're going to enjoy... This well, I enjoy all the Bible, but but this especially. Okay, let's begin at First uh, Peter chapter two, starting at verse one. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Verse two, like newborn babes, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Now that you have tasted, the Lord is good. I know that what it's saying is read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says. And you also need to learn her hermeneutics, which is um, how to rightly divide the Bible. Because in the Bible, you have, uh, you have literal, you have symbolic, you have allegory, and so on. You know, it's like five different things. But it's very good and... 
in the end, I'll give you some of those. Um, you can go on YouTube, and uh, you can put in hermeneutics and with uh, see, you can put in hermeneutics, and you can put in Dr. Walter Martin, and it'll pull it up. He's got a whole section on that, and he makes it pretty easy to understand. Or you can just order a book, you know, online of hermeneutics, of, of Bible hermeneutics or biblical hermeneutics. And it's really good. It just helps you to, you know, to understand. So just give, giving you a little clarity there. Okay, and let's continue in verse 4. And the... Uh, the title on this is The Living Stone and the Chosen People. Verse 4, as you come to him, the living stone rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him. Verse 5, he also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone of, to, in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Okay, and, and this is for those who come to Christ. That means they've realized they've broken God's moral law and they're guilty, which is the Ten Commandments. And they realize they're guilty, so they came with a humble heart and a sorrowful heart, and he asked God's forgiveness, and so they repented of their sins, and then they put their trust in Christ alone. And for those that do that, then this is the beginning of changing it all. Verse 7, Now to you who believe, this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected had become the cornerstone. And a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble, excuse me, yes, they stumble because, because they disobey the message, which is also that they were destined for. Verse 9, but you are chosen people, a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation in God's possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Verse 10, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Isn't that beautiful? Just listening to that is such a blessing that that God, um, or that God chose us to serve him, you know, because it says here that God has to draw you. Let's continue. Verse 11. The title on this is Living Godly Lives in a Pagan Society. Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may be your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Verse 13, submit yourself to the Lord's sake, to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority. Verse 14, or to governors, or uh, to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do, not wrong, who do wrong and to commend those who do right. 
verse 15, for it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Verse 16, live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Verse 17, show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor. And yes, you're supposed to do that unless that government is coming against God and his will. Then it's a whole different thing. And then uh, verse 18, slaves in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. Verse 19, for it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. Verse 20, but how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God. Verse 21, to this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving an leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. Verse 22, he committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. Verse 23, when they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. Verse 24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for, and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Verse 25. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Now, let's go back to where it says in verse 24. It says, by his wounds you have been healed. Now what? What he's talking about is spiritually. Because Christ bore everything. He bore the stripes. In other words, what he's saying there is that he took our punishment for sin. Uh, you, have the, you have those, uh, the prosperity of the prosperity preachers and who give these false messages and it's bad theology, but it's also not biblical. They put into it, oh, well, it, uh, it says here that the past rapture heals, so that means we're not supposed to be sick. No, they took it out of context. Context is important. You need to know what it's talking about, right? So it was talking about that he went on a cross and he endured for us, Right? And he was and he was godly all the way to the end, talking about Jesus Christ. So he took our sins because he was perfect and holy, and no one else could do it. So he did because he's perfect and holy. So these guys who are the prosperity uh, preachers or whatever, they're also known as uh, name it and claim it, grab it and grab it. So anyway, so now you know that it's not talking about the that and 
as we, if you've been following what we read, it's not, um, it's not about our personal wealth or anything. In fact, the new, the Bible and the New Testament explicitly talks about enduring for Christ. Once you come to Christ, it's enduring for Christ. So, now let's go into, let me give you some resources. I'm going to give you some scripture first. Here's some scripture I was wanting to share. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 through 5, and I'm going to be reading out of the ESV, the English Standard Version. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. In verse 5, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will. Because God is sovereign and he can do however he wants to and for his purposes, he chooses those that's going to come to him. So he already chose them. I know there's always a debate on that, but the problem is either we believe God is sovereign, that means he's God, he's holy, and he's in total control, or we don't. So I'm going to stick with Scripture and what Scripture says, and there's Scripture all in the Bible about that. And then John chapter 6, verse 44, the uh, English Standard Version, ESV, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up on the last days. But see, God, the reason why God knows who's coming is because he chose from the foundation of the world. You know, it's for his purposes or whatever, but he's God, we're not. You know, he just, he knows who's coming. I mean, that's just, he's God, you know? So he knows. But it's our job, once we come to Christ and we become a believer, a Christian, then it's, we're supposed to, according to Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 through 20, uh, where it says, go out into all the world and teach and baptize. So it's, it's up to us to go out and teach, preach, baptize all the world because we don't know who's coming. God does, but we don't. See, God orchestrates everything. God is in total control. You have the world, and there's a lot of people calling themselves Christians, who don't believe that? They believe that that God has to have us, and without without us, God can't do anything. And that's not so. God created us just to have, just because He love. He also loves, and and He was He wanted to have communion with us and stuff. But because Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, uh, are rebelled against God. Well, that is that they. Um, they uh, went against the one thing he said not to do, which was to have that one tree with the fruit on it. And then Satan came as a snake, and he, because back then, the, well, that particular snake could talk because of Satan, who used to be an angel, and then he was thrown out because he, he rebelled against God, wanted to do his own thing. You know, God said, uh-uh, we're not having that. Because... And so he crossed the boundaries and the lines, and then you know he paid the consequences for it. And but yet he was on earth, and so he 
of the King the King James says he beguiled Eve, or in other words, he he put doubt in her, so they disobeyed what God said. Therefore, we have this mess. But God already knew what was going to happen. He's God. We're not going to always understand every little thing or whatever because but we just have to realize that God is sovereign that means he's king of the universe he made the universe he's, he's the creator we're not you know we're just like plebes you could say but you have some people you know they uh, they they have a little education or whatever and they want to be God or other people just want to be God you know you know they want to be called be in control of others, but if we humble ourselves before God and go His way, it goes a lot better. And we can go to heaven forever. Okay? So let me give you some uh, let me also give you this little scripture here. Well, it's not little, it's great. John chapter 14, verse 6, the King James Version, it says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Acts chapter 17, verse 30 to 31, the NIV, New International Version says, In the past God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. And, and here's one of my favorite salvation scriptures, Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10. King James Version, that if thou shalt confess with the, thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in his heart, thine heart that God has raised you from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For the heart man believes in the righteousness, with the mouth confession and made salvation. Uh, Romans chapter 13, uh, Romans chapter 10, verses 13, King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Romans chapter 10, verse 17, the King James Version. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And some somebody who's listening may say, well, I still don't understand why I should be saved or whatever. Well, here's why. We have all broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. Have you ever lied? Everybody's lied. What do you call a person that lies? A liar. Have you, ever, have you ever took anything, like borrow something, then bring it back? Doesn't matter the worth of it. It could be a paper clip. It could be anything, a pen, doesn't matter. If you borrow something, then bring it back, or just stole something or whatever, what do you call someone that steals? You call them a thief. That's two commandments. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? You know you have, once you get a certain age. According to Jesus, if we looked at another person with lust, we've already committed adultery, adultery already. That's three. Have you ever hated anyone? According to Jesus, anybody who has hate in their heart has already committed murder in their heart. You see, God's standards are so high and ours are so low. You know, we're good with about everything, you know, but that's not how it works. So if God was to judge you by his, his commandments, would you be innocent or would you be guilty? We would be guilty. Heaven or hell, it would be hell. That's why we need Christ. We need a Savior because we can't save ourselves. Because, because man is depraved. Just look around in this world. There's a lot of depravity. There's a lot of horrific evil. That's why we need Christ.
Okay. Now let me... So I would advise you to ask God to forgive you of your sins and put your trust in Christ alone. Uh, come with a sorrowful, contrite heart. Repent of your sins and put your trust in Christ alone as you would if you were in a plane about to crash and you know you were going to die and somebody gives you a parachute. You're going to hang on to that for dear life. You don't care if anybody's making fun of you or not for having this parachute, but you're about to die. They may not believe it, but you know you're going to die. You're going to hang on to that parachute because it's going to save you for the jump to come. Jesus saves you for the judgment to come. Amen. That's why you need to put your Christ in, put your trust in Christ alone. And then start reading the Bible daily without fail. I would, and I would advise you to start in the book of John. It gives you the basics. Read the New Testament first and then start on the Old Testament. But read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says. Find a good Bible-believing teaching church and join it. And start going and studying the Bible every day, just like we eat every day. Without it, you're going to starve yourself spiritually. If you don't eat, you starve yourself physically. Resources. You can watch us on uh, YouTube and their websites. Dr. Vodi Bakum on YouTube. Living Waters with Great Comfort. LivingWaters.com. R.C. Sproul with Ligonier Ministries. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham. Answersingenesis.org. Wall Billers with David Barton. Wallbillers.com. And they also have a radio program, and you can listen to all this online too, YouTube and and Rumble, and especially YouTube, and you can also find it online. And Dr. Walter Martin, WalterMartin.org, very good, great teaching. You'll love it, and they make it interesting. And uh, Wall Builders with David Barton, uh, he teaches you about uh, the Christian history, mostly of America, but a lot of other. Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin, ApologiaStudios.com. You can also listen to him on audio on the Apple Podcast. And he's fantastic. And you can go on their website, Apologia Studios. That's A-P-O-L-O-G-I-A-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. And go on there and put in the search engine there, Dr. Greg Bottom, uh, G, G R E G B A B A H N S E N, and he was um, he used to be a, a professor, a biblical professor, uh, but uh, but he died, and so the family gave apology to us, uh, Pastor Jeff Durbin's church and and ministry. Gave him all of his uh, recorded teaching and stuff, and it's fantastic. You, you literally get a free seminary education. You just going on like that. And it's free. But I would suggest it's only like, I think it's nine ninety nine to to just support them a month, you know, but it's up to you. And if you would like to, to follow us also, we're on YouTube, Rumble, and audio. I'm going to give you the audio in a minute. Um, and you can, if you would like to correspond with us, 
Our email is all lowercase, bibleeducationinstitute at gmail.com. I'm Reverend Henry Kelly. Um, our website is all lowercase, bible-education-institute.webnode.com. And our audio platforms you can find us on is Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Facebook, Podcast Addict, and others. You can go on RC Sproul. I'd mentioned him already. And his website is www.legionnaire.org. And he's also on YouTube. Really good. And if you would uh, like, uh, um, let me give you a little bit of help here with books. They have used the new books, new books and used books. I buy a lot of used books. ABA books, A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S and thrift books. And, of course, you can go to Amazon or whatever. But you can buy Bibles or whatever. And if you need a Bible, I'll be glad to send you one for free. If you email me, let me know. So... Until next time, remember, read the Bible daily without fail and do what it says.